So come on you vixens, big game ahead. Women's football weekend. This is the sound of the women's football weekend. Ashton Gate Stadium. Three and a half thousand people. Might be exaggerating slightly there. The amount of people that are in Ashton Gate Stadium, but it sounds it sounds like quite a lot of people, doesn't it? Feels busy. Mm. Right, should we get up to our seats? W15 up there. Have you got the team news? Have you got the team news? Yeah, I missed sure. it all. I think what I'm looking at. So who we got? Who we got? Read it out. Bentley, Powell, Aspen, Murray, Allen, Coyken, Chloe Bull, Johnson, Davis, Beaver Jones, and Harrison as captain. And who's on the bench? Who's on the bench? Can't read that. Uh, Whitehouse, Vazel, Jamad, Jasmine Ball, Izzy Cook, Maddie Wilde, and David Greenfield. I like Izzy Cook being back on the bench, that's good. Going to get used to this. Bristol have just won again, 3-0, against Blackburn Rovers at Ashton Gate Stadium. This is episode 36 of the Bristol City Vixen cast. My name is DM Withers. I'm Nat Brown. And I'm Shahan Mia. And don't forget to follow us on uh, all good podcasting platforms and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Bristol City Vixen cast. So we're going to go over five points five-ish points from the game today um and the first is um well first of all just to say the goals actually um were scored bristol's three goals were scored in the 36th minute um and abby harrison whipped in cross was converted by the blackburn defender helen seed in the 36th minute and abby harrison scored her own goal not an own goal um in the 69th <laughs> minute and Aggie Beaver-Jones backed her first home goal of the season, I think, in the league. Um, you said that like you'd never said her name before. I was... Uh, Aggie nah, Beaver-Jones? Uh, yep. No, it was... It's a, We've been singing her name. We have. It happened in the 83rd minute, anyway. So um, the first point that we're going to talk about is um, is squad game. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> a squad goals, isn't it? Or is it, is it a show? Squid game. Squid game. Oh, There's squid a little game. joke there. Come on, get Squid with the programme. Not Matt Beard's show from like four years ago. Although Matt Beard and Squid Game would be amazing. But anyway. Um, I don't. I mean, again, Shahan, we do our best to not understand any of your pop culture references in this house. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, it. it's a squad game. That's right. So from the goalkeeper to some other not goalkeepers, there was a bit of rotation today and... Um, it was great to see everyone getting involved and performing really well. So Sophie Whitehouse and Fran Bentley switching it up again. But yeah, clean sheet. So good job, Fran Bentley. Not that she got really bothered, did she? No one really even 
tried. No, but she did look comfortable, didn't she? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I would say. Yes, I'd say. Yeah, and yeah. the defenders did as well. So. Uh, it was also great to see Flo Allen back once again because she's been out with an injury over the last a few games. Yeah, and her first half was sensational. She just It was pretty amazing that it was her first game back, actually. She looked really, really good. She was combining well with Beaver Jones up the wing and just yeah making some important challenges and just looked really... Yeah, I heard people behind me as well that were kind of saying, talking really positively about all of our defenders because actually in the first half they were just... They were bossing it, weren't they? Because we got to see them more clearly from where we were sat. We were all kind of looking at the back four a lot of the time and they really were bossing it. They were so good, all four of them. So, yeah. Yeah, so... And also, who else came in today? Uh, Gwen Davis made her first team debut. Yeah, so Gwen Davis made her debut and then Maddie Wilde and Lily Greenslade made their debuts as substitutes later on. So that was um, really lovely. Yeah, and just generally awesome that people can just get put in fairly late on mm. in in the day even and come on and, and play really well um yeah it's a genuine squad isn't it like still, there's there's not a first 11 uh still no amy palmer who was missing from the squad altogether today even though myself and dm we did see her training as we were putting up a sports club trust flag so before the game and um she no, could definitely run couldn't she yeah yeah she was mm. definitely running and no fion morgan who missed the game against comedy the last minute haven't failed to finish test and no the mm. Cotado either yeah we didn't even see them did we it's nice to have izzy cook back there wasn't it as well very good to have izzy cook back that was because great. that's another um the cookie monster i don't know if that's a chant you, yeah it's definitely not a chant it's just two words so. no, no. okay <laughs> big bird says get your vaccine mm. anyway <laughs> And <laughs> I'm assuming that they are vaccinated. We're not actually talking directly to the players here. It's another reference to pop culture. <laughs> yes! Ooh. Ooh. As you say, we do genuinely have a, a, rip, a very good squad, good strength and depth. I mean, um, obviously, there's like you'd, you'd want to start Harrison, wouldn't you? But oh, definitely. And you'd want to start like Murray and aspen and there's you know there's players that it's like you know just start them because they're great yeah. but but it's not like it's not like a dead certain first 11 and actually if one of those is out we're in trouble i feel like nearly every position if someone's out we've got someone who could come in and do a really awesome job so i think it's yeah it's not about yeah some of our players are playing incredibly at the moment so you'd want them to be fit and ready to play but if they couldn't be you feel you don't feel worried. Is Lazelle back on the... Yeah, she, yeah, oh, she, she, was, yeah, sorry. she, she was, was on the bench, but she didn't play today. But yeah. i got to say, with today's game being at Ashton Gate for Women's Football Weekend, which is also the first time Priscilla have had a home game during Women's Football Weekend, do you think the difference in pitch, if any, um, had any impact on the team compared to playing at the Women's High Performance Centre? Because I, I don't know whether the, surf, the type of pitch we were on today really affected Blackburn in a negative way. I, so I got told that the HPC pitch is meant to like replicate Ashton Gate. It's meant to be the same pitch size and and like surface and stuff. Is that true? I'm not have sure. I, just, I might have just made it up. I'm pretty sure someone told me that, but they might have just been someone like myself who can easily just make up things like that and not really know. But I thought I heard that. But Ashton Gate looks huge. But is that because it's got a stadium around it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just thought they play. I think they play well on you know a nice grass pitch. They know how to do that. Um, I actually thought you know Blackburn looked um, threatening at times, and we were definitely you know the better team by a long, long, long way. But 
Um, they definitely had moments and had some quite dangerous players. Um, you like, know. like Saffron Jordan, their captain? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's terrible, can't, can't remember her name. Um, number 10. Number 10. Um, number 10 in Blackburn. Um, she was very good as well. I mean, speaking of the pitch, you said, going back to our DM, um, was it nice seeing the team play on a what we consider is our standard of a pitch compared to the Butts Park Arena for Monday night against Coventry? Of course. You know, of course. It's, um, yes. Um, for me, yes, definitely. Um, but I thought, um, to go go back to the squad, I, I also thought, I thought Chloe, um, Chloe Ball and Ava Kukin were really good today in the centre of midfield. I think Chloe Ball's got excellent, um, you know, dead ball kind of, Technique. Um, she nearly scored, didn't she, from a free kick? That was nice. Yeah, it went hit the crossbar, didn't it? Oh yeah. no, no, no! It was a big, good save up into the top corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she's she's got some. She's got a really nice touch, and I, I like how she sort of just breaks things up. And yeah, she's a really good player. I'm I'm really happy with her. In and I thought Kukin is also very, um, you know, kind of bullish in next to her, and I think she compliments her. So yeah, it was good. It was good. So happy, very happy with with today in that respect, and obviously delighted to see Maddie Wild on the pitch. Hope she gets more of a run out. Yeah, it was only about four minutes in the end, wasn't it? But um, you maybe, know, it's still maybe I think, on Tuesday. I still think Wednesday. I actually think it's a nice time to come on. Like, what a great time to come on! Three nil up in front of three thousand fans at Ashton Gate, make your debut. Great, and then it's like no pressure, so you can just go and have like a really nice four minutes run around. But maybe that's like kind of you know maybe you'd want a bit more pressure. But I still think that would be really fun. I'd like to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Your time has your time has gone. Your time has yeah. passed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Never mind. I fear. I think so. So our second point, um, we've got to talk about her, Abby Harrison. Scoring, scoring worldies. Actually, she wasn't scoring worldies because it was an own goal. But, yeah, well, I know because um, that would have been like really like if the if she'd have actually kicked it and it like went travelled in a right angle like as appeared <laughs> to happen, then that really would have been a worldie, wouldn't it? I'd be like imagine the spin that just makes it yeah. travel in an L shape. Yeah. That would be. But Sci- yeah, scientific, <laughs> defying scientific <laughs> possibility. Like, that is a worldie. Um, yeah. But it didn't happen like that. She just kicked it really, probably just kicked it really hard, and uh, went off a went in off a defender. But then the second goal was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Like a good classic Abby Harrison. Well, it, it was a move. It was a move, but it it was a Aggie Beaver Jones shot, wasn't it? And that's what the the second goal was, I think. Oh yeah. See, that was a you know, not exactly a worldie actually, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. You're right. It wasn't. It was. But it was. I mean, I suppose my point was she missed. I think she missed probably the easiest chance that she's had this season, even though it was a one-on-one, very down the goal. And I I wouldn't say that that's an easy thing to do. No. um, Having never done it, but, you know, (laughs) I'm sure that's got its own pressures. You know, one-on-one with a goalkeeper ahead of the defender must be a bit like being chased by a, you know, chased by people in in a scary movie and... It must be incredibly exciting, actually. But she, uh, the goalie made a fantastic save, didn't she? She did. I think Harrison was going between the legs and uh keeper saved it with her feet. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Um, but it's probably... You she know. scored, you know, she scored one other and 
got an assist. So fair dues, eh? A good day at the office for um, our stand-in captain, um, Abby Harrison. Yeah. So, yeah. But it could have been more, couldn't it, Shahan? The the goals. Yeah, you have idea. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, for one thing, we didn't concede a goal first. And usually, as we talked about on this podcast, we have the chance, you know, we're Bristol City, we always come back. We had nothing to come back from today, which I think it's a, it's a nice thing to see. Um, and... I'm surprised, I mean, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, I, I don't think they're available yet, but I'm surprised, like, Blackburn, you know, trying to talk about them briefly, didn't have as many shots on target or attempts at goal compared, compared to us. And, but yeah, I, I know Melissa Johnson, she missed an, another chance, but it probably wasn't as easy or obvious as what we might have talked about in previous games. Yeah, well, she hit the bar, didn't she, like, in the kind of first or second minute um, I think, but I thought Miss, Melissa Johnson was int- integral today to everything that was happening in the team, and that combination of her, Harrison, and Aggie Beaver Jones, and also Flo Allen in that in that first half, the way she was spreading it out to the you know Aggie Beaver Jones on the on the on the wing and the angle. But I think that they are they're developing a real um, synergy I think between them, and you're seeing a lot more. Um, the, the combination uh, of Aggie Beaver-Jones um, assisting, crossing it in, putting it, putting in tantalising crosses uh, for, for them to get onto. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, that's looking good. It's looking promising, I think. But I thought she was great today, Melissa Johnson. Just changed didn't score, but she, she was, she's absolutely central to the, the good things that are happening in the attacking end of the pitch. Yep, and of course she kept her place in the start of 11 today um, compared to the previous game where Jaman was dropped to the bench and didn't come on at all today. Yeah, it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? I don't know what's going on with her, but maybe... Maybe maybe it's just Joss was just better in training today. Yeah, she doesn't... Jaman doesn't seem to be playing as much as I thought she would. But I think... I don't know. I think, like, everybody's time comes, isn't it? It's like... You know, I I imagine we'll be seeing more of her at some point. You know, I think the way we're playing at the moment maybe is it's very good for the people that are on the pitch right now. And it's like those are the ones that are doing that best. So, yeah, I think it just happens like that sometimes, doesn't it? Like you, you have a player and you think like, well, where do they fit? And if they fit exactly where Abby Harrison fits, then you're not going to play, are you, at the moment? Or you're not going to play much because you'd want Abby Harrison on for like well most of the game really until it's secure so yeah I just think yeah I don't know it's just I think it's a particularly competitive front line right now and speaking Um, of subs and like you know players being out and stuff like the club released a video earlier this week you know of of Jess Willie you know uh name is Lazel Maisie Collins and Izzy Cook all training all back in training of course Lazel was on the bench today and as a new sub and Cook came on as we talk, talked about earlier. Um, of course, yeah, Jess Willie did a halftime match interview, but I don't know if you, any of you saw this DM and that, but when Housen came off, you know, she got subbed, um, who did she give the the captain's armband to? She gave it. it to Izzy Cook to give it to someone else. And then oh. Izzy Cook tried to give it to someone else, realised there was a throwing happening, and thought, rather than give this captain's armband to anybody, I'll just not give it to anyone. So she just ran around with it in her hands for a bit, and then I stopped looking. <laughs> <laughs> it was great though because you could see her going 
I know I should give this to someone, but it's the game's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was just running around. It was it was quite sweet, really. You could see the thinking happening. Um, and I presume she was going to go and give it to Murray, That's who I would have given it to. Yeah, regardless definitely. of who yeah. I was being told to give it to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I, she was kind of heading in that direction, then realised she had her back to the ball, so like turned around and didn't do it. But I'm I'm assuming Murray ended up as captain. I think Has she spent some time as captain before. Um, not for Bristol, but maybe for somebody else. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, um, has, there, has there been another moment in a Bristol game this season where Palmer and Harrison have been off the pitch? And if so, what happened to that armband? <laughs> we'll, we'll Fascinating never... thoughts. I mean, <laughs> we'll... that'll keep me up. Okay. <laughs> Buzzy brain. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Did you see Lauren Smith's face when Abby Harrison didn't score that one-on-one? She just gave this wry smile... As if to, it was very... Um, As if to say, Abby. She was just like, yeah, it was it was funny. It was, it was just a, I guess the kind of thing where if you're the head coach and you, she probably had the same thought I did about her. I mean, it, it was nice to see, it was nice to see Lawrence Smith, you know. We're thinking exactly the same thought. It was nice to see you like standing, you know, in the touchline because I know some head coaches and managers, when they're out of state, like Ashton Gate, don't stand in the technical area, they'd rather sit down. So it's nice to see that. And also, um, I was kind of planning on doing this throughout the game, or at least one, at one point during the game when it was quiet enough and when we were comfortably winning. But to, yeah, towards the end of the game, as it was... Like, because uh, to the listeners, didn't it? So we were literally like a couple rows away from like the pitch. And we were to the right of the home dug- dugout. or the home. T- um, and I shouted, Lauren, give us a wave. Lauren, Lauren, give us a wave. And she did. And yeah, we all gave her a massive cheer. As, as she deserves as well she fully deserves absolutely a, a, a big a big cheer i um, think i did the similar thing for one we went up to the liverpool game and she did the similar yeah so there we go she's got form for waving <laughs> <laughs> good old lauren um, but with um in terms of the beat not being so clinical mm-hmm. if we were playing against a better side yes um, and it's actually hard for me to think of a better side in the championship now now that the past few day games and obviously Coventry not Monday night was you know we didn't play as well as we did but I'm just writing that off we you know for reasons why we know um I'm writing it off um yeah I mean I think we're consistently we've sort of reached a level within the group where we're we're just expecting to win we're 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 turning up with a with a swagger, with a with a confidence, playing some beautiful football actually at times, and um, it's hard. To, it seems like we're clicking into gear, into a level of consistency. It'll be interesting to see how we fare on the road against Watford next week because we're not so we haven't been so good on the road. Um, but that lack of ability to always put the chances away, and I guess like murder other teams like how Chelsea murdered us last year and how Arsenal murdered us in the WSL um, which is obviously it's not a great thing for the opposition but yeah but we're not a Chelsea or an Arsenal better than us does that make sense like I feel like there's this real parity in the league and when we're like the times when we're good enough we can beat people like 3-0 and 5-0 but I feel like those are just kind of yeah yeah, I feel like that's, like, I know it's happened recently, but they're also quite special. Like, that's not necessarily, like, you know, I know Lauren was talking about, like, consistency in her Coventry 
post-match interview wasn't she so we're not able to be kind of consistent that takes like a whole other level of ability Mm. to do it every single game as a team and a whole other like that is just that is next level so the fact that we can sometimes do it I think it's amazing Um, it's funny you mentioned that uh, Chelsea as an, as an example of course Aggie Beaver Jones is on loan from Chelsea and I was thinking about this you know after the game like I think well as well as including Fran Benny like I've, have we ever had a season where we've had a lone player come into the club that's been really impactful because that season I mean I, I don't want to sound harsh but the players like the, we had on loan like Laura Rafferty uh, Molly Pike Kira Skills um yeah, I mean, no, I wouldn't say they were bad players, but I, d- I didn't say, like, they... I think they, they suited well into the team, but I didn't think they did as, you know, contribute as much, or I couldn't see as much activity or productivity compared to what I've seen from, like, Aggie B of Jones, especially today, and Fran Benny, like, would you say, like... I don't know, was Faye Bryson a loanee? No. she moved, or was she a signee? She was a... She's joined on the short term. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, um, no, not really, but then I think, you know, what a totally different environment to come into as a loan player coming into you know Bristol who were you know you already knew they were at the end of their WSL journey mm-hmm. and a Bristol that were at the start of their championship journey with a new coach and the buzz around you know even before the season started you could tell that people were happy to be at Bristol I think it was great that we like that so many people left I think it was, it's been such a blessing, hasn't it? Like all these people left and just like the handful that stayed are just really good eggs. I mean, like, hopefully like, the club will be able to retain Aggie Beaver Jones in some form. I mean, Chelsea beat Man City 4-0 today come to be in the, in the WSL. I don't think Chelsea need Aggie Beaver Jones at the moment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what will happen. And, you know, if you're a loanee and you, you stay for a year and you do an amazing job, then you've got licence to go and go back to your parent club and, and try your best, really. If that's your parent club, then, you know, go... If you if you got to go back, go back and you know try and uh, try and get into the first team. So if anyone has got to go at the end of the season, then then that's fine, isn't it? They got to do. But yeah, I think there's nothing more professional than going out as a lone player and just being excellent. So yeah, thank you to all the loanees. They're just yeah, they are. They're making a great they're making a great impact, aren't they? And that's the the third, well, the fourth point actually was um, Aggie to talk about Aggie Beaver Jones in particular, or Aggie Beaver Wow, as I was written down, because um, she's certainly in the second half. I mean, I think, I think she's obviously a really, really talented player um, and has got loads of amazing skills. I definitely don't think she's the the final product. No, in no, her, no, in no, no. She's eighteen, in. isn't she? Like, yeah, you know, she's just um, like yeah. She's definitely uh, got some. She could just do like sim- the simple things sometimes. Um, but she's instead like of like laying it off before she gets clattered into by some like Blackburn hoofer, yeah, yeah that but, would be <laughs> that sort of thing. But she's obviously a very very talented player, and yeah, it's great to watch her develop from game to game. I think, and it was a great finish from her today. Um, yeah. yeah, she deserved a goal, and um, it's her first home goal. Is that right? Mm-hmm. First, yeah, I think, yeah, first yeah. goal since Palace. Palace. Wow, which is crazy actually, because she's been involved in a lot of goals, hasn't she? Um, she's got some assists and just generally, she's just very busy, isn't she? She's always mm-hmm. making mischief for defenders. So yeah, great. But um, yeah, no, it is lovely to see. Um, it's great to see someone actually like get better 
throughout the season and just kind of improve and improve you know trying to think of anyone who's going on the same kind of journey it's like she's on Strictly Come Dancing or something isn't it she's like would you believe it Aggie B. Jones has never played football before <laughs> she's just like Dan Walker she's just like Dan yeah. Walker she's the people's favourite um, and she's just been really 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 well coached by a professional and asked to play a game at the end of every weekend and uh, doing a great job there no one's uh, voted her off yet no, absolutely not. It's just an analogy, Shahan, mm-hmm. using some popular culture. I thought you might like it, but you don't seem very impressed. Oh no, it's not that. It's just like I, um, Dan. Wal- I was just thinking about Dan Walker. Is in like the BBC News guy? Yeah, breakfast? the the leggy breakfast man. Yeah, yeah. Is he on Strictly Come Dancing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I've there that. we go. Oh. Nor is Aggie Beaver Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Strictly enough. Come. But she's on <laughs> Strictly Come indeed. Um, but she's on a footballing. On a footballing journey. Well, they all are, aren't they? They all are. I know, but she's really on one. Yeah. Like, whereas, like, Brooke Aspin was, like, born perfect. (laughs) It does look like that, doesn't it, really? (laughs) Hatched fully formed, I think the expression is. I don't think we actually got to... I mean, we couldn't sing as many chants because of where we were sat in Ashen Gate. And And the children kept staring at us when we tried, and I felt that was... You got the death stare from I did get a death stare from, from like, a four-year-old, and I just thought, do you know what? That is my day job as a primary school teacher, getting death stares off young people. So I thought, I just don't want to do it on my weekend. But, yeah, as such, like, we didn't... (laughs) So I, I, I've just taken in what you said. That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we didn't even chant, sing for Brooke Aspen because um, I don't know if it was because we couldn't see her or because the actual was on the other side. But, yeah, would you say she had like, a bit of a quieter game compared to, or compared to what we usually see? I don't think that Blackburn really threatened us much. And, um, yeah, I don't think they really threatened us in a way that... Um, Look, make defenders look spectacular you know um, there was a lot of Murray shepherding the ball out which doesn't look fantastic it doesn't look like you know a kind of Gemma Evans sliding tackle from last season it doesn't look spectacular <laughs> but it's so it's so effective and we she did that about three or and four we retain the ball and that's basically the best thing you know because our defenders didn't have to do like I'm thinking of Powell and um, Allen they were mostly like, they would just spend a lot of time attacking. Mm. They were picking up the ball and they were going. So it was all down to like Murray, Aspen and Bentley just well organised, talking to each other and taking it in turns to pick up the ball and taking it in turns to do this or that or the mm. other. And it was just really unspectacular defending, but it was incredibly effective. We ended up getting the ball most of the time. They used Bentley really well, apart from one moment where you felt fairly convinced she was just going to kick it into a Blackburn player. They didn't really look like they could kind of threaten us much. I think they were reduced to like, they had some corners that didn't come to much. And they had some shots from like outside the box, didn't they? Mm. But that's like, I don't know, it was just, that was what it was. Any of their like kind of forward passes just seemed to be dealt with. I thought the one thing that I thought was really good today was our um, second ball, getting to the second ball. Yeah. Very good at that today. And I think that's probably the best I've seen us do that. Yeah, and we were playing a lot closer to one another as well in the midfield. So, like, if we did get the second ball and if we had a sloppy touch, it was our like it was our ball still. Like, we didn't we didn't lose possession very often in the midfield. So, like, we kept it, and that's that stands kind of Koiken and Bull, isn't it? And that's something that Bull's like the moment she started playing, we've been better at keeping the ball and you know moving it from midfield to to goal scoring opportunities really quickly, basically. So, yeah. 
been it's been great it is it is um so yeah and the final point is um record crowd so we um you know apparently a record crowd at ashton gate for bristol city women match was it 3052 or something 3053 53 there we go um tipping over the 3000 mark so yeah congratulations to the people of bristol and it was it was a nice atmosphere. Did you enjoy being there today, Shahan? Of course, yeah, especially with the win. But yeah, of course, it's nice to see, you know, the team, you know, the fans being at Ashton Gate, you know, considering the last time City Women played in front of fans at Ashton Gate was a horrific 5-0 drubbing that Everton put against them in the FA Cup. And then, yeah, you guys were away for that mm. um, during that game, so you were lucky enough to miss that game. But of course, um, Ashton Gate, you know, well, we were there podcast lesson don't make sure your phone is on silent when you're recording um yeah sorry about that um or unless you're gonna cut out the edit the dm but yeah of course we were there for the game against reading with our media passes as the vixen cast and yeah that was a great win as well but and and also it's great to see so many supporters like you know i'm tr- trying to do my my maths at the moment but yeah at least five times or six times the attendance so we usually get one type of from the center so hopefully if those fans can come back for wednesday or our remain home games in 2022 then yeah the crowd with the high performance center would be even more buzzing as we go into games in 2022 and and also um i yeah <laughs> also it was nice to meet new supporters or new fans and also thank you to everyone who took a photo with the Football Supporters Association flag that was sent to the City Supporters Club and Trust to commemorate 100 years of fans supporting women's football and also a special shout out to um, Stu Rogers and James Nicholson Supporters Club and Trust for coming to a game today because they haven't been to a City Women game today game before or not for a while and also for the Bristol City Panthers FC for me and myself and DM after the game, you know, the only Bristol City LGBT plus football team. Yeah, no, it was really nice to meet them. And um, I think they appreciated the the flag as well, our um, Supporters Club and Trust flag. So The uh, one with the pride colours on the, them. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. And um, when I was talking to them afterwards, they were just saying, you know, how nice it was, what a different, you know, it's a calmer, nicer atmosphere to be at a women's football match. I genuinely hope that, you know, even if, yeah, a fifth of the people who were here today came along to the Robbins High Performance Centre because it's, it's actually different. In a way, I liked it today. It's lovely to be at Ashton Gate, but I actually quite like the smaller, intimate feel of the Robbins High Performance Centre in terms of being able to get an atmosphere going and, and it seems a little bit fragmented. Um, I'd like it, yeah, if we were at the HPC and then we just had, you know, people stood around the pitch, you know, pitch side, 500 in the stand. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant. It'd it would be... sound amazing as well, wouldn't it? It just, would. There's just... plenty of missing seats, isn't there? At the you know empty seats at the RHPC. So yeah, and that's why we usually stand at the back so you give more people a chance to sit in front of us. And um, th- just looking at the table now, and there's anything else you want to say? Um, no, all okay. good, all good. That's fine. Yes, yeah, so I'm just looking at the table now. Uh, there's a there's a mug and there's a microphone stand and there's a hat. Sorry, I, I've been mean to do that joke. <laughs> all season and I finally remembered to do it but no I mean the championship table so of course so Bristol City it is, it is a good table isn't it yeah it extends as well <laughs> uh, so Bristol City are now fifth in a table um, on 14 points and the, looking at other results today the big shock 
well, not really a shock, but it depends really. Um, Liverpool beat Durham 2 0, so Liverpool are now top on 20 points. London City are now nine. Uh, oh, London City are now second on 19th, and Durham are third on 18th. Mm-hmm. And we've got Wofford away next Sunday, who drew 1 0 with Sunderland. Blimey, okay. And of they're course, just making progress at the wrong time, aren't they? Well, It'll be alright, we'll go and have a go at them, won't we? And our Hopefully. next game is this coming Wednesday in the Conti Cup against Lewis at the High Performance Centre, and Lewis beat Coventry United 4-1. Okay. We can have Lewis, though, can't we? On our day, on our pitch. Yeah. So Lewis visiting the HBC for the third time. I know. I know. I know. They it's must, like... you know, have got their own changing rooms, probably. It's a long way, though, isn't it? It's a long oh, way to I come know. From Lewis. On a Wednesday night oh, as well. Hopefully they're staying over. Hopefully. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Stay yeah. over here if you want, Lewis. <laughs> you're very, very you're welcome. very welcome. We've got one uh, bed, but you know, mm. but you're welcome. Like to you it. guys, you know, it's very in the spirit of Lewis, isn't it? Yeah. Get what? you know, all pulling in together, <laughs> kipping round a fan's <laughs> house. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, so of course, and we'll I'll be... buy a bit of the club. <laughs> and, and yes, we'll, we'll, in our next episode, we'll be talking about the Lewis result. And all the Waffle result. I mean, are we going to record the episode just for the Lewis game, or are we going to combine them with the Waffle game? I don't hope probably not. Just, just do, just do Watford. Just I can't, Watford. I can't function past nine o'clock, Shahan. Yeah, as much as I love the Conti Cup, um, up for the cup. I'm up always, always. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. Another, another fantastic victory. Onward we go. Hi, I'm Chloe Bull and you are listening to Bristol City Vixen Cast. <laughs>